What's up, everyone? This is BJ from the Chew Crew, and I wanted to take a second to thank all of our loyal listeners. We would love it if you could take just a minute to review our podcast on iTunes. It'll really help us out. Also, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Chew on This Pod, and you can also sponsor our little podcast for as little as a dollar per month on patreon.com forward slash Chew on This Podcast. And as usual, you can email us at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And now we are very proud to announce that we are on Spotify. So just search for Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast, and boom, there we are. So thanks again to all of you out there. And until next time, folks, chew on that. Welcome to episode 218 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Um, I am really looking forward to this uh, review and also probably because we haven't actually had a normal podcast in like three weeks. It kind of feels it's been a long that time. Way. Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah. Uh, so. even, though, even though we talk every day, we just don't record it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. That was the whole basis of doing this anyway. <laughs> so we are here tonight to talk about Joker. Um, yes. So uh, let's get the boring stuff out of the way. Um, all, right. all right. Rotten Tomatoes, 375. That's a lot of reviews. That's Six, 69%. Ooh, okay. That's, um, it went, got lower. Okay. Yeah, it got lower. Um We'll talk about that. I'm sure we'll talk about that too. And yeah. uh, what is the audience? This rec- audience that, score? Oh, the audience score? Yeah. Uh, 93. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. <clears throat> so um, the box office for Thursday night, as the time of this recording, we don't have any other numbers other than Friday, but it delivered a record 13 million. Um, 13 million. On Thursday night. So, so I think that's, that's the best Thursday night opening for in October, in October I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to break an October record then. For the it was weekend, Venom sure. last year with like 10 million. I didn't see that piece of shit in the theater. So I was not <laughs> one of those 10 million. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I remember when Gravity came out and that was a big hit. And I think that was like in October. So that movie looked gorgeous on IMAX. Yeah. I think that thing was beautiful. Um, but uh, anyway, now, now if they would have put <coughs> Joker in space, that might have made a lot of money. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, who goes first for initial reactions? Uh well, um, well, for one thing, what is it tracking at? Is it supposed to do between eighty and eighty-five or something? Uh, that I don't have, but okay. it looks uh, actually. Yeah, there's a projection for eighty-five million. That that would be huge for October. Holy shit! It's usually where movies go to die. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. okay, so uh, initial reaction, all right. Yeah, really quickly, because uh, okay. there's probably a lot to talk about. So, um, pleasantly surprised. Uh, okay. I didn't have a lot of expectations, but then going into it, the buzz was blowing up right around the perfect time. And then, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I actually I actually had a pretty decent time in here, and I didn't fall asleep <laughs> like I normally do. 
and uh, <laughs> walked out of there kind of uh, a little bit surprised about what I just saw. And Joaquin Phoenix is is fucking amazing. So yeah. uh, anyway, go for it. Um, I, I I've been battling with this because you know how my opening night things are always you know skewed by the by the audience mm-hmm. and um, I mean I, I, there's there's not a lot to cheer about in this movie. There's you know what's really weird? Okay, I'm going to just get the initial reaction because there's so many thoughts going into my head about this movie. Okay. My initial reaction was I was blown away by this movie. That okay. I walked out of the movie like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's my initial reaction. Like, Unlike you, I think when you saw the final trailer, you were like, eh, it doesn't look that great. When I saw the final trailer, I was like, holy shit, this looks really good. Mm. And what I expected from the movie, I got and more from that second tra- for that final trailer. That's, yeah. that's my initial reaction because there's so many things that I want to talk about in this movie. Um, but but the, here's the one thought I had while I was walking out of the theater was, I think this might be a better Batman Begins for Joker than Batman Begins was for Batman. Like meaning, uh, like if you're if you're pin if you're taking Batman Begins versus the Joker as a starting point, you know, like I don't know if they're going to do a sequel, but the point being is like this is you know two origin stories about these two iconic you know good versus evil people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Joker's better. Then Batman begins. I, I think so. I think so too. I know what you mean. Um, there, I had a couple of gripes uh, about the movie, and I, I think you probably know at least one of them, um, or could guess. Well, I don't know. But, I, I but, could probably guess, but I don't really have a lot of gripes with this movie. Well, I mean, the one. Okay, so uh, there's not a lot of negatives. So I guess we could talk about that first because we can just gush forever on the on the positives. Okay. So the negative for me was the same thing like with Gotham is that he's already like pretty old and Bruce is very, very young. And okay. um, and so the problem I had was, you know, when Bruce does become Batman, like this guy is well into his 60s. You know, he's he's not a, like, yeah, he's still psycho and whatever, but he's not a big a threat as he is like right now. So that's just one. And again, that's nitpicking. Because I, I kind of thought, I mean, I don't want to spoil the ending just yet, and then we're going to have spoilers in this. But yeah. I was, I was <clears throat> thinking that he was causing all this stuff, and that somebody else was going to take up the mantle, like somebody much younger, almost like, like, almost um, like Gotham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, but like Friday the Thirteenth, you know, or or something like that, where, oh. the guy, where Jason gets killed, but then the, this kid was so traumatized or or was so into this shit that he became Jason, you know. Or like something like um, that would have been the that the, would have been the Joker in the way they brought the Joker out in I don't know they I, I stopped watching it but that's what basically happened with that guy was he was starting to cause all this chaos yeah in, in Gotham yeah and this one luckily the way they went about it is a thousand times better than Gotham it the, oh um, my god um and then the other thing but but again minor shit. When I sat down and the movie started and they mentioned Thomas Wayne what like 10 minutes in the movie yeah. I was I was like he's going I was I was like somehow but not Joker's not going to do it but somehow indirectly the parents are going to die and Bruce is left to be Batman like That's I what I, was I just fucking too. knew it and then right. at the end when it happened I was like I fucking called it like just right. 10 minutes into the movie but here's and, how you knew it was a good was movie But that was okay yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that in a shitty movie when you can predict it and like 
the journey to get into your prediction is like shitty journey, you know? Right, right. Then you're like, you know, fuck this predictable movie. But, you know, when you're watching something and you predict the ending, and even though they got to that ending that you predicted, everything in the middle was so fucking good. You were like, yes, I wanted to do, I want this to happen. Yeah, that's exactly you know, how that I was felt. the, that's cause I did the same thing when they, they mentioned Thomas Wayne. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, they're going to kill this fucker again. Yep. You know? Yeah. And um and here's the difference between Batman v Superman versus this is that I liked it in this movie. Like it yeah. made sense in this movie. And the way that the Joker is actually born. The Joker is not born when he goes onto the show. The Joker nope. is born when he wakes up from that car crash and yep. then that's at the exact same time Bruce's parents are killed, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, because it was, they were both the, born. It was so great. Yeah, they were both born at the same time. That was the origin of Batman <clears throat> right there, and that's the origin of Joker. It happens let me, at the same time. I don't think I've ever watched a comic book movie like as far as like on this level where I didn't care at what point he didn't put like he put the mask on or you know he put the makeup on right, and, right. and became Joker. It did. I was so engulfed in this movie that. And it's a slow burn. It's yeah, a slow it fucking burn. It is. But it's such a good slow burn. Like but, Joaquin Phoenix, I never thought I could find like another Joker, right? Because yeah. Heath Ledger, to me, still Heath, I mean, they're completely two different Jokers. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. They're completely two different Jokers. However, when I heard Jared Leto was cast as Joker, I was like, oh, that guy's a good actor. I can't wait to see how he portrays it, right? And then you finally see it and you're like, oh, shit, right? Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is fucking what I thought Jared Leto could pull off. Yeah, Joaquin I thought, Phoenix is amazing in this. I thought so too, and, and and it really pisses me off now because I'm like, why didn't they get this fucking guy for Suicide Squad? Because he's, <laughs> he, you know, he's I'm kind of glad he scarier. did it because he would have got wasted in that movie. Well, yeah, that's true, but it, you know, they're not doing continuity shit anymore. It's just everything is all out for itself. So, oh, and like, oh, back whatever. to your back to your first negative. You know, I I did think that, but for some reason, when Joker put the makeup on, he didn't look that old anymore. Yeah, you know, and, and, the, I, and the point of the Joker was also that he, it, it's not about matching brawn with the Joker. It's not like right. it's he's, not like um, it's not like this is uh, Bane. You know what I mean? Like no, it's not. He's so he's intelligent, and he's and he has <clears> no no fear of sh- anything. You know, he just he just he has nothing to lose. Well, I don't know about intelligence yet. There, so this is a completely different take because it takes a lot of various Joker origin stories in DC Comics and puts it on here and makes it kind of work. Like they take the best things out, out of everything. And, you know, there's a couple of teasers where he's like, you know, I just had a really bad day. And that was like a that's an that's an homage to um, to the uh, the killing joke. Yeah. You know, when uh, So there's did you pick up? Did you pick up on the Dark Knight stuff? Uh, like uh, the music. So the there was mu- a couple times the music like played a few notes here yeah. and there that reminded me of Hans Zimmer, but it's yeah. not the same guy. It's not, but isn't that fucking weird? Because it. But had- I thought I thought it was a. I thought like you know how like subtle. in the Dark Knight, yeah, yeah. But you know how like in the Dark Knight, you hear like Joker cuts right through the Batman music. Yeah. His music cuts right through because it's that annoying sound that slowly gets higher and higher and higher. Right, yeah. it cuts right through, and that makes perfect sense for that version of the Joker. This one is the polar opposite. opposite. Yep. 
And that's what I thought the music was, that it was like, it wasn't hitting these like heroic, you know, deep bass and deep drumming. It was like this like deep bass and deep drumming on the dark side of that. Yeah. Of like, I swear, like while, while I was watch, listening to anytime he did something that would lead him to the path of the Joker, they would play this like deep, deep music. It's, it's kind of like when they did it for Inception, you know, when yeah. they were that, you know, and, but like I kept thinking like, holy shit, this is like, this is like the yin and yang of Hans Zimmer's like score it for, for, it's on for the Dark other, Knight. It's on the other side of the coin. I mean, they play that all the way through to the very end. Oh, when and Phillips also did yeah. the, uh, Phillips also took a few shots. I don't know if they were homages or if he did this on purpose or or just blind dumb luck. But there's a few aerial shots of Gotham mm-hmm. where it looked like the same way Nolan would like change scenery in within Gotham in the yes. Dark Knight. Because yes. remember, he like if he did it even in China, he did it in China. You know, when when Batman was there and or Hong Kong, I should say. Well, same place, but right. And then they did it a few times. You know, when they he was ready to um, promote. Um, uh, Harvey Dent, right yep. in, in his apartment, you know, and you see that like awesome, like aerial shot, like in IMAX, of course, you, you know, going towards the building, and they did that a couple times in Joker, and I'm like, this is fucking crazy because the places that they did that to, they weren't really nice places. Like yeah. they did it to Arkham, Arkham Hospital, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. Where, because remember again, you're looking at the the Batman version, the Dark Knight, where. It's always on the hero, you know, it's going in and it's, it's always these nice buildings because it's fucking Bruce Wayne, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Or even if Batman, when Batman was in Hong Kong, you know, it's that gorgeous, like, you know, skyscraper, right? Then you take the Joker and does the same stuff, but now they're closing up on shit that's like not as nice, you know, it's the exact polar opposite. So there's yeah. like a, a few of those things that I picked up on. I'm like, wow, this is really fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no. They did a lot of really cool, subtle things. They did a lot of things that were kind of in your face. But the thing is, is like if if someone were to say like, you know, uh, how was Joker or what 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 did you think about it, whatever? And I could say, like I've said before, like we've said before about Dark Knight being a, a detective thriller, and then we talked about you know uh, Captain America's first av- not first Avenger, uh, Winter Soldier. Was right. like a spy, uh, spy thriller. It was right. a spy thriller, and this thing is just—it's not. A, really, doesn't feel like a comic book movie, obviously. No, but it's like no, a, there's it's, nothing comic booky about this movie at but all. It's, it's a drama. I mean, it's a drama about a person that has just been shit on his entire life, and then right. it—and then it goes—it goes even like even further, like to the point where you find out he was adopted and he was like chained to a fucking radiator, you know, half the time and. You know, even worse when he was little and stuff, and his whole life is a lie because well, his he doesn't mom, know where he came from. Yeah, his mom was like, "Oh, you were Thomas Wayne's kid. I used to work for him. You know, we had an affair." And like, well, all this I, I like that part because I was like, "Okay, so that's kind of lame that it's Thomas Wayne's kid." I'm like, "That's kind of bullshit." But the movie was so good, I kind of let it go. And then well, when they fucking suckered, yeah. suckered you again and put that second twist into it, where they're like. No, you're fucking adopted, and now you don't know who your parents are, which right. is amazing because, like, now you still you 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 tell a, a, a you know a biography of the Joker of how he becomes a Joker, but there's still that little mystery left of like who's this guy's fucking parents? You yeah, know, just that little that little mystery of the Joker is still left behind the way that they you know did it in the movie. And he didn't just like 
Anakin Darth Vader it. You know, it took it, no, was, it took a long shit. time, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was beautiful to watch, man. Like uh, the first time he does the laugh, right? Yeah, and I'm like this is fucking weird. And, and but like he's doing reason, it so well, and the reason that you're like, be, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're, the reasoning behind it is actually it's a psychological disorder. I'm like they fucking broke it down the same way they broke it down for fucking Batman Begins. Yeah, like yeah. except it's more psychological here. Um, yeah, which I I just thought I I just thought that was so brilliant. You know, because he's doing the laugh in the beginning. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? You know, yeah, and then, this is weird. And then they explain it, and I was like, oh my god! Like I never thought of anything like that. That's so right. cool. You know, it's a nervous tick. You know, it's a it's a thing. right. But he does it, and like and, you feel <laughs> for him when he does it. Like you yeah. feel like remember when he almost chokes and dies on stage? Yeah, you know, like I was like, oh my god, this is so good. This is so good what we're watching right now. Dude, people, and, people clapped when he like when he capped when he killed those three Wall Street guys on the side. Oh yeah. Everyone oh. was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, they were all like happy. But then when he killed his fellow clown dude and then his mom and then the very end, you know, who he kills, which I saw that coming, but it was still shocking when it happened. Wait, what the mom you mean? Yeah, that no, I, yeah. I that one was I mean, that was sad and I kinda I didn't know that was actually gonna happen until he started doing it. Wait, but which when one he, was shocking? When he kills Robert De Niro, I knew it was coming, but oh, right. but it still shocked the hell out of me. I was like, Because Holy he shit. does it but that's the thing, like it's like a good horror movie, right? Yeah. Like you know the aliens are there, but but the journey to get to that final scene is amazing. Yeah. And you get this final showdown. You're like, oh, this is what I wanted or this is what I could have predicted. But you didn't care that you predicted it because the way that they tell to get there is so good. Yeah. Like that's what makes it like that's what makes a lot of good storytelling is is you either you can predict it, but you do it in such a way that you don't care that you knew what was going to happen. Like romantic comedies, right? Like, you know the formula for romantic comedies. It's just how you get there. Yeah. And, you know, another way is to twist things around. And this movie has, like, three or four twists in the movie. Um, the first one is obviously the one we just talked about, that he's Thomas's Wayne's kid, but then they pull that out of you, pull that from you later on. So yeah. it's like one or two twists right there. Then the third one is, um, what's the third one? Oh, when he, he when he thinks he like when they show that he's like you know boyfriend and girlfriend with that woman. Oh yeah, I kept thinking like, what does she see in that guy? But I'm like, right. Oh, but maybe I don't know. Maybe she sees something in him, and I'm like, this is sweet. And then you find out the entire time he imagined the entire thing, and it was fucking creepy because he went in her you could apartment. See, I yes, was nervous you could for her. See him oh. change. You can see him start change. Like that was the beginning of the Joker right there. You yeah. know. Oh my god! This movie I thought, and I thought, this movie oh, was shit. so uncomfortable to watch, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, like yeah, it's not it's not close to how disturbing. But as uh, the last time I went to see a movie that was so uncomfortable, um, well, this movie, the, human, the, human centipede. The, the, <laughs> no, I never saw that. That would have just been gross. But um, no, the the Passion of the Christ. Oh God. So it's not like let, let me say Ugh. right, but let me just say like it it doesn't get anywhere near close to a snuff film is what I'm saying. But <laughs> right. I'm talking about the last. I'm only strictly talking about the feeling that I had sitting in the theater that this is uncomfortable to watch, but in like an amazing way. Yeah. Um. Again, the Joker is nowhere near intense like like the Passion of the Christ, but the way that they tell the story and how Joaquin Phoenix pulls this off. 
makes it uncomfortable. And like, I've, I've seen a lot of things online about petitioning for Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. to be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And I love Tony Stark. You know, we love Tony Stark, but his performance does not, not compare even, no. anything to no. Joaquin Phoenix's. No. No, it's if a walk you in the, pull it's a walk one in the person, park. it's a walk. In the if you park. pull one person from a comic book to to be nominated for best anything, do it for him because yeah. he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about Robert Downey, he's, he's awesome for sure, but he doesn't right. deserve. I mean that 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 performance is great, but it's it's a uh, it it's I mean it it's not far off from who he is. So this this thing is like he transforms himself, and I and he's he's a method actor. I mean, he went full bore into it, and but not Jared Leto way. No, way. no, Jared Leto did it like he he played a version of the Joker that is out there. You know, that has the grill and has the tattoos, and he's you know um, fucking creepy looking, and he looks like a gang member and all that shit. So he he played that version of the Joker, which. I don't care for, but that's how Suicide Squad was. It was over the top silliness, and right. like because like I couldn't stand like as much as Robert, you know, Margot Robbie was channeling, uh, Har- you know, Harley Quinn. I still had a hard time. It just the, for me the character didn't translate as well as I had hoped. That's just my thing. But, well, in Suicide Squad it didn't, but that that latest Birds of Prey trailer, I was like, all right, I'm in because that trailer looks fucking awesome. Yeah, because you don't have it in the Snyderverse, and you don't have some other guy that didn't know what the fuck he was doing with that. Like, you actually have someone that looks that trailer looked like they fucking got it right, you know? Right. And this trailer, like when I heard Todd Phillips was doing this, I'm like, the guy that did fucking old school is doing this Starsky and Hutch. But then I was like, you know what? Those guys, I mean, those guys like Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow. And then the guy that, um, he's the, uh, the other guy with Will Ferrell. What the hell's his name? He does funnier die also. But anyway, Uh, Andy McKay, McKay, Adam McKay, he did some Oscar winning shit with some movies that I fucking loved. So when he, when like if it was Adam McKay or like Todd Phillips doing this movie, I was I got I would get excited because I'm right. like, oh wow, like they actually got someone really cool to do this. Okay, I'm you have my interest. But a year ago when they said they were making this movie and I saw all the this the pictures online, I was like, this looks fucking stupid. Why are they doing right. this? You know. Yeah. And so I was I went into this thing with the lowest ex- of expectations and only like r- few days going into it. Before the movie, I heard all this like this crazy buzz, and I, I, it was like the one time where I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes, and I was going, "I don't think, I, I think you know the audience score is going to be much much higher than what yeah. the, the critics are going to rate this thing." I I so this morning preparing for this podcast, I started you know I never read reviews before I go. I do look at sometimes the Rotten Tomatoes rating, but the only movie I don't do that for is a a Star Wars saga movie, right? So, um, but. I, I went back this morning and looked at all the reviews and I'm like, 69%? What the fuck? Like, there's, how is this movie 69%? And then I start reading, uh, some of the negative, like, you know, the pull quotes that they, that they have right. on Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'm like, did we see the same fucking movie? Because yeah. this is like, this is like the equivalent of, um, of Ragnarok, where I'm like, oh, what yeah. movie, you know, like, but yeah. on polar opposite, where I, I'm looking at the 69% rating because that's probably what I would have rated Ragnarok. Um, right, but right. I, and I'm thinking 
this is in the nineties. This has to be in the nineties. Like this is fucking ridiculous. Like I don't I don't think I'm being blind here. I mean, I don't have like a major plot hole in this movie to bitch about. Right. I don't oh so when you were saying about this the the age of, you know, Bruce and, and the Joker, I was like, you know, that that kind of works out because Again, he looked much younger when you put the mask on. And it would make sense that the Joker would be, you know, embedded in Gotham before, you know, uh, Batman comes yeah. about. Yeah. And, um, so I, I didn't even, he, I didn't even, because the movie was so good, I didn't really even have a problem with that. I didn't, I didn't have a problem. Although I did have a problem with how much of a dick Thomas Wayne was. <laughs> I guess if that was the only nitpick I had. Yeah, he was. That I guy was like, cannot play. That guy is like one of those character actors, like from the eighties. I yeah, mean, he's not from Billy's the eighties, but I'm talking some about sort of yeah, villain. yeah, right. Like you know, like how uh, uh, Billy Zapka always played the dick in the movie, in the <laughs> yeah. high school bully, right? Like this guy always plays the asshole in everything he is. So when I saw him as Thomas Wayne, I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> I don't know if. I and then he started this. talking and saying stuff, and I'm like, oh, there he is. There's the bad guy. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Thomas Wayne was not a good man in this movie. He didn't look. I mean, he's trying to say like he's trying to help and all that stuff, but at the same time, he's like, but kind of backhandedly, he's like, okay, yeah. I'll do it. I'll get this uh, yeah, shit done. I'm I'm going to help you guys because you guys suck so much. Right, is basically what he was doing. And I'm like, yeah. wow, Thomas Wayne's a dick because <laughs> that's not how he's portrayed in um in anything in, else uh, <laughs> in uh, in the in the Nolan version. He's yeah. never portrayed like that. You know, yeah, even in the animated version that you've seen any kind of version of Thomas Wayne in cartoons or in cinema, I mean, he's, he's, he's always been great. He's a billionaire and he's a businessman and he's busy. Like I understand all that stuff, but he wasn't an asshole. No, he, just, he wasn't. He wasn't pompous either about it. Yeah, so I I don't know. I kind of bothered me too, but whatever. Again, that's something. But it worked for this story. Yeah, it worked it did for work. this story. It did. Work. Um, and I could. I don't really see how they thought that this was going to cause an uprising. Really, I mean, there was there was the you know wealth inequality aspect of the show. Uh, I'm sorry, of the movie. It right. felt like almost like a um, like an Occupy Wall Street way, but with <laughs> violence. Yeah, you know, like they weren't they weren't peacefully protesting. They were just burning and beating the shit out of cops. Yeah, you know, which I, maybe if they had, I mean, they but see throughout the whole movie they kept saying. There was unrest and people right, are, are right. on edge and like uptight. And it was him killing those men that kind of gave them that outlet of like, oh, fuck, you know, fuck this. Like we could fight against the system, too. Now, yeah, they did it violently, which, you know, I'm opposed to violence and shit like that. But it's a movie and it kind of emulates, you know, his. But it worked for his, him. It works because he takes that. He, Joker, again, like the way that um, Alfred explained, is like some men just wants to see the world burn because he really doesn't give a shit about anything. No, but did you notice, did you notice the slow, like, again, we said the slow, this movie is a slow burn, but did you notice that it took the entire movie for him to actually accept, like, the fact that he didn't give a shit that he killed anybody? Yeah. Because every time he saw it, he was like, oh, they're paying attention to me. You yeah, know, and it, it's a, again, it's like this growing flame inside of him until you get to the very end where he fucking cuts that guy and stabs him in the fucking eyeball and oh bashes his head in his apartment. And then, that was the funniest scene in the entire movie. This movie it, is not funny. It was this it movie was is un, funny like Batman Begins or The Dark Knight. It Night was funny. uncomfortably funny, and they did a lot yeah. of small person jokes, which the whole the whole crowd was like kind of half laughing, half like, oh, that's that's not 
that's not right, <laughs> you know? Right. But but when he was, like, trying to get out of the apartment and he was jumping up to hit the locks and oh pe- my God. people were yeah. losing it. And he's like, he's like, um, Arthur, can you can you just let me out, please? And then there was, like, this, like, tension in the in the theater. That you like, thought he was going to kill him. Oh, my yeah. God, he's going to, like, open the door and he's going to close it and kill him. I'm like, please don't do it. Right. You know, and he lets him go. And I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. But Yeah, because he was always shit. nice to him. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Play yeah, I love that scene, not because they were making fun of little people, but because like the that little innocence of that he still has left at that point in time, this little humanity that he still has left in in him. You know, that was it. That was his last thing. Yep. Because every from that point on, nobody was ever nice to him. Nope. You know, nobody, the only other person was that safe. was nice to him, the only other person that was there was two people that was nice to him in this movie. Well, three. The that little person, um, his mom, who he fucking killed. And then the imaginary girlfriend that he had. Yeah. He, Those are the three people that were nice to like, him. Like, I kind of understand the mom. Like, I mean, him killing her, I think it's because she betrayed him, essentially. Like, like that was his one constant throughout the entire his entire life that he trusted, was loyal to him, loved him, and, he, and to support. Oh, sorry, he thought that, that she, she ended up being somebody that she was not. And he's just like, well, well she here. ended up being one of the causes of why he has yeah. that laughing. Like if she disease. was, if she was actually his biological mom, she might have survived, but she wasn't blood. She treated him like shit. And, you know, he was beaten by her boyfriends and like, you know, all this stuff. And he's just like, oh, you're not, we're not even related. Well, fuck you. Like this right. is ridiculous, and and yeah, you're the like all the shit that's happened to me, and the reason why I am who I am today is because of you, you know. Well, I also and, thought it was like a Kylo Ren slash Han Solo type thing too, yeah. where he had to like get rid of that last part of him that reminded him of the light side, and and that's what I thought for this one too. <laughs> that's 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 a perfect analogy. <laughs> it's just to be funny if he pulled the lightsaber out and stabbed her. <laughs> Like oh they went for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's purple yeah and then and then like purple and green and then like you know it does this little like you know he shakes his head he was just dreaming it you know I'm like oh okay or he's about to ignite the lightsaber <laughs> and then the night instead of saying like a flag that comes out that says bang it, it says it's it a says, flag it says it says whoosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he just stabs her in the eye <laughs> <laughs> and then he just beats her with the hilt <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, oh my God, I mean, I, I, I really, I don't, I don't know if we've ever had a movie where both of us loved it so fucking much and we were so far off, yeah, um, from yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, we've had it the other way where we were like, I don't understand why this movie's so good. Well, yeah, th- yeah, that was also a good pull about Ragnarok because while on while you know when I heard they were making that and what they were going to do, I was like, oh, it's a buddy cop movie. This is gonna be really cool. I like this space buddy cop movie or whatever it is and it ended up being like something that was just jokey after jokey and taiki look taiki taika taika uh wakiti is fucking talented man like everything he touches is great i mean like i saw a trailer in front of this movie that i was like i have to fucking see that it looks so out there but it didn't for me it didn't work for ragnarok you know but Todd, todd phillips brought humor to the movie in a way that it was dry and really like uncomfortable yeah humor. really dry and comfortable but but the theater was we were laughing but very uncomfortably like, <laughs> yeah and, and it's so great yeah. i was like how did yeah you do it's this? a really good uncomfortable laugh um 
He does and <laughs> says shit that's actually pretty funny, but it's but he's being innocent fucking about wrong. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. this like there's this way that he's delivering these lines that you laugh at that you're like because you know he's going to be the Joker. Yep. And you think like, okay, that's where his humor starts from. But at that point in time in his life, he's just being honest. Yep. You know, about, about like, he's a very, he's, he's like a child almost. He is. He is a you child. You know? Um, and then he, and then he and, grows up. Then he grows yeah. up. <laughs> so really quickly. So did you have a problem with the way he was always dancing all slow? I didn't. I thought I, it was fucking creepy I, and awesome as fuck. I, I I didn't. And when he did it on the stage after he shot Robert De Niro, and then he jumps in front of the camera to say like, ah, you know, say something before he's cut off. Right. I was like, yeah, that's exact. It reminded me of fucking Heath Ledger sticking his head out of the window, driving. You know. Oh, there was that scene too. Yeah, I just I. Oh yeah, kind of was. He didn't stick his head out, but he was like kind of. It was weird. on the opposite side of the car. Yeah, on the cop car. On the other side, it was that on the was, right. Uh, if you're facing it, it was the right side of yeah, the car. Yeah, I really this time liked it was that. Left. I, I yeah. liked. Yeah, no, that shit didn't bother me either. I didn't mind that at all. So when he first did it, because he first does it when he's like doesn't have a shirt on, and he's fucking bone thin. Yeah, in this in this movie, yeah, like, he, he lost, lost a lot of weight, weight purposely he for looks this. Gross, like when he sits so like. There. Ugh, yeah, so like over. when he when he um when he does the dance like without his shirt on, I'm like, this is fucking uncomfortable. But he's doing it in such an elegant way; it's weird. Yeah, it's weird that he. And then when he puts the suit on and he does it, I was like, oh my god, that's the fucking Joker. Joker. Yeah, it's crazy. Like because like I couldn't picture it when I was like, why the fuck does he keep dancing? I, well, he's dancing because he's a clown, right? But. Like I'm, I don't mean like clown clown. I mean like an actual clown in the movie. Like he actually tries to be a clown. That's how this whole makeup shit started. So, um, but but it it didn't like I don't know. It was like um, it was like that teep the 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 after party scene in Avengers one. Oh where yeah, yeah. They're doing the whole thing, and then the payoff isn't until fucking later on when you don't know. For me, it was the dancing, but they kept reminding you of it. You know, like they kept reminding you that he was doing this dance. You're like, this is fucking weird. And then right before he goes out in the Murray show and he does it in that suit, or no, no, he does it on the stairs, does it on, the on the stairs, way to the yeah. Murray. Yeah, on the on the on the way to the Murray show. Oh my god, I was like, holy shit, this is the Joker. <laughs> That's the Joker. I was like, this is fucking because he again he was doing it skin and bones, and then he puts the suit on. Yeah, and it looks fucking him, amazing. You see him transform just right before. Oh, it's so, it's so fucking good. good. It's really so good. good. I can't wait till this comes out. I probably won't go back to the theater to watch it, but I'm definitely going to watch this again when it comes out. Scrutinize I, 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 I'm, it some I, more. I, I'm just so confused as to how people didn't like this movie. <laughs> I thought you were going to say so confused why they made this movie, but I, you're like now, now I understand. Like no, dude. This, they took I really mean, good care. Who wrote this thing? Yeah. It was it was it Todd Phillips that wrote it, or he just directed it? Because uh, I'd be curious because second. whoever wrote it really took great care to not make it really cliched and predictable and bullshitty. You know, like you like an after school special. Or Todd something. Phillips and Scott Silver. Oh wow. Okay. So they took really great care to to have these. You know, they had this is an Oscar. Scott Phillips is an Oscar. Scott Silver is an Oscar winning. Or not Oscar nominated or w- no. uh, winning? Yeah, he was for the fighter. Holy shit! He directed that. No, he wrote it. He wrote. Todd Phillips he wrote the fighter. No, 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 not no, no. Scott Silver did. Oh, the guy God. who helped him. Uh, you the made guy me who way him. confused for a minute. I was like, yeah, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But he 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 wrote the fighter. Uh, that, I love that, that movie. amazing movie with yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and, I, uh, Amy Adams. I love that movie. Yeah, he he helped write that. So 
Christian I guess Bale. we should probably talk about the bullshit Top Phillips said too. This is my negative about the movie. Oh by the way. yeah, why would you do that when your movie's about to open? I I don't have any negatives about this movie other than the shit that Todd Phillips said. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> he says that he stopped doing comedies because of woke woke culture. Yeah. Like I don't even know how that 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 to me is like. Well, I can't make comedy anymore because I can't say shit that that I could say forever. Not knowing that it offended people, but then when I found out that it offended people, I'm pissed off that I can't say this racist shit or negative shit anymore. So he makes fun of small people in this movie like a hundred <laughs> yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But <laughs> whatever. Like, but like, <laughs> right? Exactly. But <laughs> it's that's a piss poor excuse. That is a bad excuse. Like I, I saw. Man. It is. It's a really because like when you hear that. It's look, almost as like I look, have a black friend. Look, I oh, totally. It this is the, look, the difference is is what's happening is all these idiots are going on Twitter and doing all this stupid shit that stays forever, but in a movie it's different. It really is different. I I don't see the the correlation. I don't see how they're similar. Cuz when you go on Twitter and you rant about something and you're and you say some racist or really stupid shit or you're trying to be funny like James Gunn was, you know, trying to be like you know, um, like he didn't believe in pedophilia and that stuff. He was just like no. making really uncomfortable jokes about it, and he got in trouble. So, like that kind of shit, I kind of understand why people get upset about. But even that, you know, it again, it's not, it's it's just for entertainment. And so, like I'm watching this thing, and while it's so uncomfortable, and yeah, whenever they made little person jokes, it made me uncomfortable. But at the same time, I was like. Todd Phillips is not, he does not have anything against little people. You know what I mean? Like, I right. laughed. I thought it was, you know, I'm like, I laughed uncomfortably, but it was funny. But here's the funny thing in that, in the movie, The Joker, is that the Joker sticks up. You know, remember, he laughs uncomfortably when that big dude that he guts he does, stabs in the he face. Does look out that's for, the guy. He does look out for the little guy. Right. That's the guy yeah. that, that's the guy who's like saying the bad shit right. about him. Right, and it's 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 um it's walk. Oh, what the hell's his name? Be- uh, Beck, right? Beck, yeah, Fleck, Fleck, yeah. Fleck, Fleck. author. Um, he uh he's like the he's like the good. He really is good in the beginning of this movie. He's yeah. very he's very innocent, and you know he's been through some shit, and you just feel really bad for him. But it's like feeling bad for Dexter. At the end of the day, yeah. Dexter's still a serial killer. Yeah. But but you don't empathize too much because once he starts killing people, I didn't empathize with them anymore. I was right. more but I was enthralled. I was like But they never stopped fucking with him. That's the thing. Like was it was like, one it never stopped until he decided to kill Murray. Right, right. He's he, like, the second he killed his mom is when he started taking charge of his life. Yeah, exactly. So, which, you know, again, I, I wasn't empathetic with them, but at the same time, I was like, fuck yeah, like, that's, that's what happens, <laughs> you know, it's like. I mean, they could, they could not have pushed this guy any further. No, no, and, and he, you know, and he wasn't the type to just, like, end his life, he just kept going, and. Uh, I think, I think he was still going to at some point in time, but I think Murray, like, fucked with him too much well he would have been the guy that would just kill like a hundred people and then kill himself you know he that would be he would, right he'd have been that guy but he just realized he's like no like i i've got power i i do have power i just need right to- but like if you remember in the beginning of the movie he's telling like nobody notices me i you know you're, you're not noticing me right nobody notices me 
you know, I and then there was that line in his journal from the very beginning of the movie where it's like, oh, I wonder yeah. if my death makes more sense than my life, right? Yeah. So, like, it, that's a guy that just, like, doesn't believe he is anything in the world. Like, oh, barely a grain he, of sand, right? But he, then you, again, like, seeing yeah. the little bits and pieces of what he did was on the front page of the news. What he yeah. did was on this, the, the primetime news, you know. He's like, oh, and then what I'm doing is mattering He's like, people Ooh. are paying attention, you know. So, like, yep. it's between his bad background, his fucked up, like, life, and then finally being noticed for this shit. Yeah, it's like all all comes in to the end, and then when he does the dance, when they intercut the dance on the on the hood while the uh, Wayne's parents are getting killed. Oh, that was such good. That was. So oh good. my god, that was so yeah. amazing. That was really that was good. so fucking good. Yeah, even though you saw it kind of coming from a million miles away, you're like, "This is I don't great." Because this, yeah, is the like- second you see the movie theater and you saw Zor, you're like, "Oh shit, here it comes." Oh, yep, you had like. Yeah, yeah they were, were they watching Zero the Gay Blade? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it they wasn't, were watching the George Hamilton one. It wasn't opera they were watching. No. Oh my God. No, I, I was that, watching the George see, Hamilton. That put that dated it though, right? Because it was like, what, yeah. 1979 or 1980 or something like that. Yeah. When the movie came out. Yeah. So, because I was curious of like what, what the timeline was. And then once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Like, this was almost yeah. 40 years ago. So. Yeah, but even like I said, or like we both said, it when they did it and he was dancing and you see Bruce, young Bruce there, you're like, oh my god, this no, is they did the fucking they did the, the pearl thing too, like shot her yeah, pearls went everywhere. This and I was is like fucking brilliant the way that they filmed those two scenes together. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. I can't gush enough about this movie, and I can't imagine why people hated this movie so much. I don't I mean, know. Forty percent of did, people, almost forty percent really, of people hated it. Did really people hate it though? Like, I haven't read any reviews. Well, reviews. I, I, I need to say. Down. I, I, I to read the down. negative reviews because okay. I, I wanted to see what the hell was going on. Like, why am I so off from this? You yeah. know, like I don't care. I don't care if like critics think Dumb and Dumber is fucking horseshit because it's a comedy and like that right. makes me Dumb and Dumber right. makes me laugh. So I don't give a fuck what they say. But like, I don't think I've ever loved a movie like this where I didn't read the negative reviews and go, oh yeah, maybe I. Maybe I was fooled when I watched it the first time. But you I mean, know? Isn't, isn't horrendously? But nobody brought up a good point. I guess. I mean, it's not horrendously wrong. Like if it was at forty percent, I'm like something's wrong. But sixty nine. I mean, I would rate it myself. I would be in the high to mid eighties. Like I, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. That's but I don't still like I, a fifteen. That's I, still like almost is. a fifteen it's point a, difference. Yeah, but it's like to me, like I don't know how many times I'm going to watch this over time. Like I'll probably watch it. Grade level wise, you're talking about a D plus to a B. Right. right. Or a B plus. That's a big jump. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I was like, what, what did the audience say? And they said 93%. And that makes sense because if this is, I, fuck, I don't know what the critics want. I really don't know what they're looking for. If, are they watching no, I this? I have no idea. Are they watching this and going like, ah, oh, they're just so much, but like we were having this debate offline about politics and shit like that, how it's not really politics anymore. No, but like, are this they, is more but, psychological. But yeah. Like, like you look, yeah, sure. There was writing, there was people going nuts and all that, but that wasn't the point of the fucking movie. You know, it's like right. the, the, this guy was descending into hell trying to hold on to his humanity as as long as fucking possible. And the world, the society wasn't letting him. They kept stepping on his ass until he finally had enough. You know, right. and he's like, fuck you guys. Like, this isn't, 
You know, this isn't the way life is supposed to be. Like when he's on that show, he started finally speaking all these truths of like what exactly is going on out in the real world, like all this bad shit happening. And he's right. like, and I'm here not because you wanted me here because I'm funny. You wanted me here because you're just making fun of me, you know? Right. Like he finally just kind of owned up to everything and just let it all out. And then, the, of course, the exclamation point was, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know, it blows his fucking head off. And I was like, <laughs> you know, when that happened, it was so shocking. But at the same time, I was like, dude, like, <laughs> Why didn't you pat him down? <laughs> like, like, your security's bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, when when he got shot, people were actually cheering in the in the in the in my theater, and I wasn't cheering. I was just like, "Holy shit, that was crazy!" My there, theater definitely did not cheer, and you might have a lot of psychopaths in your theater. No, I think I had a lot of Trump supporters in my theater <laughs> because they did, because you know you know Robert De Niro is very outspoken, you know. Oh, and, and, I didn't even think about that. And they hate him. So there was a lot of people cheering in my theater uh, over him getting shot like that. Oh, so that was like Robert Downey, uh, not Robert, Robert De Niro, not Murray being killed. Exactly. Is what they were like fantasizing that's, about. That's Whatever. exactly I don't what give I shit about that. I don't either. I, either I way, it's it still not good. Either, either they're no. psychotic or they're that other thing. No. It's not good. <laughs> so anyway, but my theater, when that happened, my theater gasped. <laughs> like they, yeah. we all we all did and like because it was and then when like you said when he started dancing afterwards like oh my god this is fucking amazing because like that's the joker yeah because you know, like any- he found a different way to be the joker and yeah. not Heath ledger you know yeah. both are amazing really are both are fucking amazing he's just like i yeah he's like i don't care i don't care about what's going on because I'm like any other person would shoot, maybe shoot the guy and then take off, like try to hide or whatever. He's just like, yeah, this is I'm here. Well, here's <laughs> you know? here's the amazing thing about this movie. And again, I I want I really would love somebody to ask Todd Phillips this because the scene where the Joker kills Murray and he's being you know whisked away, and he's in the cop car, he has this smile watching the utter chaos that he caused with the yeah, now everybody's oh, wearing the, the clown mask face. right like and the happy. look on his face is all <laughs> smiling because it's the beginning of a plan right yep and then you go over to the dark night when he leaves the police station now again the joker is going to the police station in this version in in the joker and then in the dark night he's leaving the police station yeah right he's going in one so like the beginning of the joker is here watching this and then at in the dark night like the plan has finally like been completed. Like that's because they were they, they they got the um they got that guy out of the the prison, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I just thought like that that again like telling that story or sh- shooting that scene and then being the exact you know the birth of the Joker versus the you know the culmination of the Joker in that scene was fucking awesome. And I, yeah. I would love somebody to ask Todd Phillips this. Because I yeah. really want to know if he did that on purpose. He had to have, or at least the writer was like, "Hey, this is uh, maybe the other guy is like, hey, I think we should, we should do this." I wonder if they. I would ask him if they um, started at the end and worked their way backwards. Like, I'd be interested to see like how exactly did they structure this, or how did they they outline it or put it together? Yeah, what you know what this movie? First? You know what this movie reminds me of, like. Um, like a more subtle and less scary Jacob's Ladder. Oh yeah, yeah. I where that. 
And then also, like, there's a little bit of... Um, that was just an acid trip, man. That thing was crazy. Yeah, but then there's also a little bit of a beautiful mind in here, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because, like, that guy's that guy was going crazy, and he was imagining that he was working for the CIA. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this, this, he imagined a fucking, like, beautiful woman in love with him. <laughs> I'd rather imagine that. <laughs> that makes more sense. Because I said the same thing you did. I'm like... <laughs> Man, she's really, she's really beautiful. What the fuck? Because like Joaquin Phoenix isn't an ugly guy, but he no. fucking got ugly for this movie. He did, and he's and his you mannerisms. Know? He's just gross, right? <laughs> but, and it's fucking brilliant. But when he's in her apartment, and then she's just like, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" And then it and he starts, turns around slowly. Just, yeah, all creepily, and then it shows like all the times that he was supposedly with her and he wasn't. I was like, "Oh, oh my god, so that's amazing." And then, yeah, and I was getting and, creeped out too. And then I was getting scared for her after I figured out. I know that's what's so good about this movie. I was movie. like, "Oh my god, please don't kill her!" <laughs> like, it was like it really. This is like a full blown psychological <laughs> you're all, thriller. Y'all, y'all have sex with him, please. I don't want you to die. Do something. <laughs> Show your boobies. Oh I don't gosh, care. Shit. <laughs> Do something. Don't die. Make him a cake. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god! When he that scene was so fucking amazing. It was great. It was great. The whole thing's great. I mean, I don't, the, I don't understand why people didn't like forty percent, almost forty percent of people didn't like this, or critics, because they critics wanted, didn't like they it. They wanted Batman to swoop in and beat him up. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they're wanted like, There's like, they're like, where's Moynihan? Yeah. Is this? Where's? Wait, this isn't Gotham. Well, I mean, because of, I mean, be honest, if it was like some other director like Snyder or somebody, you'd see Batman in the background, like growing up and getting beat up or beating people up, you know, like you'd see like at the end of the school. movie, the, at the end of the movie, Bruce, 12 year old Bruce Lane's dressed like uh, in Gotham, like in a black mask in pajamas. Yeah. In underoos. Yeah. yeah, like that. Like that's. I. I swear to God, like people are probably half expecting like Batman or someone to show up. You know, I, there wasn't any end credit scenes, right? Because I didn't. Say. No, there wasn't. I, okay, no. that's what I thought. So, which makes sense for this movie too. Well, yeah. I mean, it would have been dumb if like he's in Arkham and then like Harley Quinn shows up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I would, here, I'm here I to interview." It, that that would have ruined, ruined everything. Yeah, because <laughs> I still because you just gave me. It's like it's like going from the Matrix to the Matrix Reloaded. You just gave me Neo, you know. You just gave me Neo, and then you know. Not only do you not dive into psychologically what that would do to somebody, you right. know, to to be all of a sudden the actual Messiah. Right. You go right to fucking, you know, killing him <laughs> or putting him in a, or putting him in a coma. Like you just gave me the one. I've right. only seen him fly a few fucking times with some bullshit. <laughs> Give me more of that uh, mansion fight scene. That's what I wanted more of. Yeah. You know, yeah. not the alleyway fighting a shit ton of digital uh, Agent <laughs> Smiths. Smith. That looks so fake. Yeah. I, yeah, so like I don't I, if they do another one, I want to see more of like him on this journey as the Joker. Like I, mean, I don't want to see look, maybe show me Batman at the end. They're right. They're rebooting Batman right now, so there's right. no reason why you can't have Joaquin Phoenix in that movie. There's no well, reason. By the ages that they would go, it would you know because what's his face looks pretty young. It'd be like uh, twenty five. What's like that guy's 20, name? Uh, Robert pa- Twinkletoes. I don't know. <laughs> Robert, Robert Pattinson. I was telling him Twinkle Twilight Toes. Twinkletoes. Oh, Twinkletoes. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, like I don't know, remember how old he is. He might be like twenty eight or something like that. So that would make the Joker like in his mid sixties, you know. So I don't but, know. It, uh, it just makes sense if that if they do that, then that gives you what kind of tone they're going for for the Batman. Right. Right. They're gonna go grittier than than dark. See, Man. I don't think Joker's in the actual Batman movie. I think they've been hinting Riddler or the Penguin. I, I'm thinking Riddler. I don't know. Um, I would love to see the Joker and Bat this Joker and 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 and, and you know a younger Batman face God, off. They do the same thing at the end where like he's like this is his calling card. You're like Jesus Christ, <laughs> they're doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> it just lines up. It lines up with the Nolan version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only this time, like J.K. Simmons is, you know, his back is Commissioner Gordon. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Is that Killer Croc? What this the fuck? Bo- or is it just verse. somebody with a really big head? Yeah, <laughs> the tiny arms. <laughs> I just can't remember like how he got in the water, and I was, I laughed. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I did too. That was the most was like, awkward oh, thing. <laughs> Because I already saw the Killer Croc before in the trailer, so I was like, "That doesn't look right." And then you see him in the movie, and you're like, "Yep, my my, my fears my fears have been confirmed. This yeah. looks really bad." And then he gets into the water. I'm like, "Holy shit, you made it worse." <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, this could I'm not get any. Oh my god, <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god, this could not get any." Oh my god, look at the way he just went into the water. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that. I can't bring myself to watch that movie again. I, so I don't bad. think I've ever watched it again. You know, I I I, I thought uh, what's na- what's her name that plays Harley Quinn? Um, uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I thought she was okay. Um, in, in it, she wasn't that great. I don't know. Go she wasn't and, bad. Go she back and watch great. it again. I dare you. <laughs> Let's go no, back I'm and watch it again. again. Because um, that movie makes no goddamn sense. But well, in this movie, mm-hmm. in uh, in in the Birds of Prey movie, she looks fucking amazing in this movie. She does. She's full Harlequin. And I like the trailer. I like the voiceover. It sounds a little more natural. It makes um, more sense, like, the weapons that she sense. has in this movie. Yeah. And all I mean, she tricks. has a baseball bat basically fighting aliens in the other movie. Like, that yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> to me. She's like, she's almost like Mantis in the Avengers. Like, what are you going to do? Put their asses to sleep? I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. What? Go, go sit this one out. We got it. (laughs) So, anyway, shit, we went, we almost went an hour. I didn't think we'd go an hour because this is kind of one of those movies where it's like, oh, this is so good. I don't know what to say about it except for it's really good. But yeah, I think we spent most of the time fucking like trying to figure out why the critics didn't really like this movie because <laughs> it doesn't make we any have sense. All these theories and people are listening to the podcast going like, um, I don't, uh, what, would you just shut the fuck up and just review the, the movie? <laughs> yeah. Can you review the fucking movie? Give us a fuck about the critics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's awesome. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't really think as far as diversity ratings for me, I don't think I, I want to say, it's uh, it's like very low Jan Brady. I mean, it's there's not a lot of diversity. I think in this movie, and and it's and that's okay, but it kind of would have been nice to see more. Like even the Wall Street guys were white that he like killed, that which I understand. Sense. Which I totally understand that. But like that whole place is like Gotham is a melting pot, just like anywhere else, just so, like New York. Like yeah, I picture exactly. New York. So. You know, and the diversity roles weren't, you know, it's like social worker, or like, or this or that. And it's like, okay, I get it, you know, but 
it was just very Jan Brady for me, very middle of the road as far as like diversity is concerned. And um, I want to say it, I'm going to say it's like for me, it's like Casper plus or Jan Brady. Casper negative, plus. I like, how we're at, I like how we're adding like we're like, adding like point five, <laughs> like point right. Casper. It's like it's not totally Casper because there's some diversity, but it's not. Yeah, but there's really not a lot. And and the problem is that is that Gotham to me is a melting pot like New York. Yeah, and there is no way you walk around New York City. Yeah, there are certain parts that are more you know white than others, but for the most part, it's pretty fucking diverse. Is there not a Chinatown in Gotham? <laughs> <I didn't see. laughs> like once again, no Asians here unless they're on the street corner selling chicken or something. I'm like this is fucked up. Like, or a prostitute on. for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like fortune teller. Like what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> fortune teller is uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, right? That's <laughs> 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 messed up. That's <laughs> ah, so true, though. Um, and as far as like, I'm, I'm. This is the highest rating I've given in a long time. But I'm going to give it four and a half. Uh, four and a half chainsaws. Yeah, I definitely. If they would have, you know, any, if they would have put any comic book character other than him in it, it would have diminished it for me. But they yeah. they stay they towed the line. They mentioned some shit, you know, Gotham. They mentioned Thomas Wayne. They did just enough to make sure that you know that it's in that universe, which is fantastic. That's all you needed to do, and the rest of it just kind of. I mean, I just I hit. This is an Oscar worthy performance. They weren't fucking kidding. This is not the same thing as like when Suicide Squad was coming out and everyone's like, ah, oh, don't worry about Jerry Leto. He's fucking amazing. You'll forget about Heath Ledger's performance, essentially, is what some of the shit they were saying. And in this one, they didn't say that. They said, they said, just go watch the movie. Uh, he's fucking great in it. Um, this could be the first Oscar worthy performance, like, f- you know, uh, for a movie right now. Uh, but you know, but but check it out. It was that was it. It wasn't like he's the best Joker I've ever seen, or like oh Heath who they didn't do any of that shit. They just right. said come in and watch the fucking movie and you decide. And I think he knocked it out of the goddamn park. Like yeah, he's on he par with amazing. Heath. He's really on par with Ledger. I mean they they're I mean, both yeah, amazing. I mean like they're Ryan. both two different versions of the same character, but where Ledger does it in this unique, creepy never before seen version Joaquin Phoenix does this like really earnest psychological thriller and then it just happens to be the Joker yeah that's basically it just happens to be the Joker yeah but I don't know what you would call this like I know it's a drama but what do you what would you I mean because I would say like psychological thriller yeah because it is another comic book movie that has transcended into something that's not you right. know, it just happens there's to have nothing the comic booky about this movie other no, than not the at names all. not at all other than the names there's no there's no weird um like special effects i'm sure there's special effects in this movie but like you can maybe skyline special effects or something like that yeah but everything was practical nothing like you know him killing people him shooting people that was all like um, you know there was one practical. thing. I, there's one thing I did notice. I mean, like he got his name from Murray, right, on the talk show, where he's like, "Yeah, let's, let's yeah. welcome this Joker on here or whatever," right, and, right. and which I thought was cool. But he never um, once, unless they're going to make a sequel or something. This he never. There was no calling. He didn't have a calling card yet, so he hasn't gotten. Like he isn't. I don't know. He might be kind of full Joker in this movie, but he doesn't have a calling card. You know what I mean? He doesn't have like the Joker calling card that he leaves at the scene of the crimes and shit because no, he hasn't quite he hasn't quite he hasn't really committed that he hasn't committed to, to it 
Yeah. No, he hasn't committed as a crime as the Joker yet. Right. Is probably the best way to say it. So I thought that was interesting too. I was like, oh, they didn't, they didn't like, they really did a good job of just holding back like some, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not just like, this was oh, not like X-Men origins. Let's get the claws. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Let's get the adamantium as quickly as or possible. Like, fuck the know, story. You know, when they, when they cast Jim Carrey as a Riddler, I was like, oh my God, that's so genius. But you watch that performance, like, oh my God, it's, it's fucking, Lloyd Christmas is Riddler. It's like way over <laughs> it's really the top. over the top. I don't like this at all. So they did a really good job of like just honing in this performance, and it's it it makes or breaks this movie, and it fucking made it. So yeah, kudos, yeah. kudos. Yeah, I mean everything about this movie, and I'm gonna actually give it five lightsabers. Wow, um, shit. Yeah, I because the whole time we we're talking here when you were giving the review, and I'm thinking, I'm like. I'm trying to think of a reason why not. Because when you said four and a half stars, I was like, yeah, four and a half stars sounds right. Or four and a half chainsaws sound right. And I was like, but wait, why won't I give it that? Why Why didn't he give it that 0.5%? And I'm thinking like, wait a minute. Do I have a reason not to give it that 0.5%? And I was like, I don't have a fucking reason. I can't think of anything that's bad. It tickled the only thing pink. I can think of, the only thing I can think of anything bad in this movie is what Todd Phillips said in real life, not the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's nothing negative about this. Everybody's amazing in this movie. Um, the shocker, yeah. the biggest shocker in this movie is that Thomas Wayne's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the biggest, biggest shocker in the movie is Todd Phillips can, I mean, he can do a fucking hilarious, stupid, weird comedy and he can do this shit. It's like, right. okay. Now, dude, shut the fuck up and just make another movie. Make another <laughs> yeah. good movie, you know? Yeah, you this, movie, this movie transcends the same way that The Dark Knight did. Yeah. You know, I, like I we've totally said agree. before that that's a cop drama. That just happens to have Batman in it. Yep. This is a psychological thriller that just happens to have the Joker. Yeah. That's, that's mean, the big, that's, this movie is that good. You know, it's so weird how DC's actually knocking shit out of the park. It's just, they just can't get a cohesive universe, going, right? Unfortunately, but whatever. If well, they, who if knows? They, I mean, if they if they jump between like getting to bat, they they're going to do the Batman. Maybe they do another Joker. There might be a time when those two meet because I do want to see. I, I really do want to see a fully formed Joaquin Phoenix Joker going up against the Batman. Like I really want to see that. That would be that. really good. Um, Suicide Squad already like they've. They they're bringing some of the characters back, and the other ones they've switched them out for different actors. Which right. I I don't know why you would do that, but I guess maybe money is in play, or you can't. Just, uh, well, don't bring don't bring back Killer Croc. No, no and no, if no. you do, just CG the guy, just CG well, him. Yeah, they're. I mean, they got King Shark. They're bringing King Shark in there. They're bringing the cast is huge. I, I bet you King Shark will look a lot better than Killer Croc did. Probably. <laughs> Hey, King Shark on the Flash looked better than Killer Croc did. Oh yeah, um, and they have a small yeah, TV budget. special effects. When TV special effects looks better than your multi-million-dollar movie, you're in trouble. I mean, they had a big fucking eight. They had Grog. You know, he looked, he <laughs> yeah. looked awesome compared to that dude. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, That's and your ridiculous. movie costs like 150 million. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's enough of that shit. But go watch the Joker if you haven't already. I don't know why you're listening to this, but. Go go watch. I didn't spoil too much, but go go watch it. There's some fucking great moments in this movie, and just don't listen to anybody, and just go watch it and see it for yourself. No, we are completely against um, the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Yeah, yeah, which isn't 
you know, it's that's not normal, but it happens once in a while. And it happened here. So, anyway. All right. Well, that was episode 218 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs> <laughs>